I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. Um, today, what I want to talk about in this episode, I want to talk about not being deceived by, by people who tell you that it's going to get worse and that, what am I saying? We are at an unprecedented time in human history and the world is about to change. And there are many people, especially in the Christian world, who use the Bible. And and I was on a call with someone, I was a guest on a show and there was a pastor on the show and um, a lot of the Christians echoed the same narrative, which is these things have to happen before the, you know, the Antichrist has to come before um, things have to be fulfilled. And what I said to them is Christianity, and this goes for in any form of worldview, okay, but specifically Christianity, and I guess more and more. I'm speaking to people that are resonating with my podcast or people who know that staying in Christianity is not um, conducive to their soul. And yet they know there's a lot of truth in it. And so where do you go? And exploring outside of that doctrine and dogma can be scary. So I share uh, many things and share my journey. And part of it is that people think that it has to get worse in order for certain events to take place. My response to them, and if you think that to you as well, is that there has never been more babies killed in the world, ever. There's never been more human trafficking, slavery in the world, ever. There's never been more pornography, drugs, horrible and heinous and hurtful and painful and wicked, quite frankly, Uh, acts taking place in the world never before than right now. The reason why people don't understand that these things happen now in present form is that Christianity, the media, it's been Hollywood, Hollywood-fied. I don't even know if that's the right word, but it seems like it should be. Meaning um, people think that they're going to be shown these events, like somehow the media is just going to start telling the truth. Like, here's the reality of what's going on. And that's never going to be the case. You have to actually detach. That's why Jesus said, those with eyes to see, let them see. Those with ears to hear, let them hear. Because you have to be detached from the what the book of First John says, the spirit of Antichrist is even now. You have to be detached from the spirit of Antichrist in order to see the spirit of Christ. And, and I've shared this on a previous episode. I want to say this again. 
Antichrist and Christ have nothing to do. Yes, there are um, there are humans that embody that Jesus embodying Christ. Whoever will embody Antichrist, and I have a very specific opinion on who the person is, and they're on the earth right now. However, Christ means Messiah, the anointed one to bring freedom. Antichrist is the one who has chosen to keep us slave. That's all this whole system is. Freedom, slavery. That's the choice. Joshua, which his name is Yeshua, Yehoshua, Joshua says, the sixth book of the Bible says, choose ye, plural you, this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, the Lord God, the most high, which brings freedom. So the choice has always been between freedom and slavery. The irony is we're all born free spiritually. We choose forms of slavery and from a soul contract level and as a intentional level of things that we believe in. And it is our job to come back to the place of freedom. So when people tell you that these certain things have to happen, they've already happened. It's just not been disclosed in the form that people think or it's like Hollywood is going to show it. Um, for instance, in order to, let's just use the term, the mark of the beast, everyone listening, like um, Dr. Zelenko, uh, wait, Zelenko, he's an Orthodox uh, doctor, Dr. Zelenko uh, in Florida is calling the, the jab, the mark. That's what, he, he is an Orthodox believer, uh, Jewish believer, and he is calling, um, and that term mark is not in the Hebrew Bible. It's not in um, Genesis to Malachi. It only resides in the book of Revelation. But here this doctor is clearly seeing what this is. It's a biometric imprint in the body with graphene oxide and all these different things to keep, to enable the body to be programmed or connected to a network. So people are saying, well, the mark of the beast has to be implanted in the forehead or in the right hand. And the new Bible version, this is what's so bizarre. And see, we're in this, we're in it right now. And for anyone that's in the Christian world, you have to answer. I'm not going to answer for you, but you have to answer why there are more than five hundred Bible versions in the English language. Why? Why is that so? Have you ever thought why? And to copyright something, you have to change something by 30% in order to copyright it. The only Bible that's not copywritten is the King James Bible. So every other Bible has to be changed 30% in order to copyright it. And you have to ask the question why? Because Verichip, the RFID implant chipping company in Chicago came out in 700 club years ago and said, we, this isn't the mark of the beast because they pulled the NIV Bible out. And the NIV Bible says that the mark is taken on their right hand or on their forehead. The King James Bible says in the right hand or in their forehead. So they were using a Bible version to dismiss and reject the notion that this is the mark. 
And people were like, oh yeah, okay. So then why I'm even sharing this episode, and I hope it makes sense, is that people start saying, well, it must be coming in the future. It must not be here yet. This is the preparation for what's coming in the future. But remember, the serpent in Genesis chapter 3 is more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And his first thing he says to the woman is, are you sure God said that? Yea, as God said. Meaning, are you sure? And then he's like, uh, and she adds to the word of God because she tells the serpent, we shall not eat of it, neither shall we touch it lest we die. And God never said, don't touch it. So she added to the word of God. And when we add to the word of God, it takes us in future tense. It removes our accountability and responsibility for the present moment. So that's what's happening right now where people keep looking for things to get worse. And I'm telling everyone, wake up. It's already as bad as it possibly can be. And God will not cross our free will. This is incredibly important. This is such an important point that there's two questions maybe that I'll leave you with in this podcast is why are there more than 500 Bible versions in the English language? And why do they all say something different except for one of those versions that was written in 1611 with four editors, um, four camps of editors who never talked to each other? came together and came out with this authorized version in 1611. And then in 1881, the revised version comes out in secret. They get it out there. And from 1881 to today, we have more than 500 Bible versions, like literally saying different things in the English language. And people accept it all as the Bible. And anyway, you have to answer that question for yourself. And, and here's what I have found so much talking to people. It takes humility to really seek the truth. Meaning I would give anything up, everything up for the truth. You have to love the truth more than anything. Anything. That's it. You have to love truth more than anything. For without truth, you cannot be free. You can't love acceptance more than anything. You can't love family more than anything. You can't love feeling safe more than anything because none of those things result in your freedom. The only thing that results in your freedom, my freedom, our freedom is truth, loving truth, seeking truth. That's it. So anything less than truth keeps us in slavery. It is the antichrist system. What is in truth is the Christ system the freedom, the liberated system, the soul freedom system. And it is our choice every single day. So what God will not do is cross the law of free will. He will not cross our will. So if we as a collective, and think how sinister this is, okay? If we have, as a collective are convinced that it must continue to get worse for what we are waiting for to take place, then the sinister machinery and people and evilness who are committing those wicked acts, who have implanted that idea that it must get worse, can get away with so much more and keep doing what they're doing until we wake up and say, no, this is the time. This is enough. We've had enough of this. No more. And God says, okay, I hear you. Boom. No more. You see, time is not uh, um Time is fluid. Timelines are fluid. I mean, look at the Mandela effect. Everyone look up the Mandela effect. There's things is Chick-fil-A. Now it's C-H-I-C-K dash A 
dash LA. But when I was in Texas back in 2005 and two, or 2006 or 2008 was CHIC dash A LA. But no one's ever seen those signs change. Or Star Wars where Darth Vader, I worked at Red Robin. I was a server at Red Robin. I'm paid my way through college. I cannot tell you how many times I used to go by Luke on my name tag and people would be like, Luke, I'm your father. Luke, I'm your father. Luke, I'm your father. I've heard it my entire life. And yet, if you look up the movie now, Darth Vader doesn't say, Luke, I'm your father. He says, no, I am your father. So look up the Mandela effect. Is it Berenstein Bears or is it Berenstain Bears? Look it up. Okay, so the Mandela effect's real. My point is that time, time is fluid. Time is not set in stone. And because it's not set in stone, God is waiting for us to awaken and say enough, no more. And he says, okay. And he's, that's why he says, if my people humble themselves and call out my name and repent of their sins, I will hear their prayers and I will restore their lands. But that is a conditional if. When will we as a collective finally have the humility to say, man, maybe what I believe, maybe what I've been taught, maybe what I'm being told and telling others isn't the truth. Because the truth, if it was the truth, we would be free. Because, but we're, because we're not free, we can deduce that we are not in truth as a collective. The Antichrist is here already. And... <laughs> And they say that they must worship his name. And I'm telling you that they have already worshiped his name. And you have to figure out who it is, but they have already worshiped his name. And the whole world worshiped. And we are now at a time where we will either go into the slavery system or we will stand in our own sovereignty, wake up from the fog of deception, really seek, am I in truth? Is this the truth? And if we find that we're not in full truth, go seek it with everything you have. If denominations were real and right and true and virtuous, then there would be an, an outpouring of God's spirit throughout the world. And people would be breaking free all the time, but they're not. If the whole tithing concept, 10% of your income to a local church and local body, local body, local body, every three weeks, they're gonna give you that. If, if that was good and virtuous and true, then they would be giving money back to every person in that church. They would be hiring crews to clean up trash in the neighborhoods and cities. And the this our land would be spotless, but it's not because these the whole form is a facade of guilt, manipulation, coercion, that you are not a good person if you do not do these things that are way extrapolated far from what the text actually says. And so we have people stuck in a system of slavery, be it spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, sexual, and, and there is slavery in all those areas because there's a lack of truth. And so this podcast episode, I question whether I should record or not, but this, um, 
This is the time for you, my dear brother and sister, to care less about what other people think of you and care more about, are you in the fullness of truth? Don't care what people think. Don't care what your spouse thinks, children think, family thinks, parents think, church thinks, community thinks. No one else. No one else. First of all, they're not going to die with you. You die alone. They don't go to sleep with you. Even if you share a bed, you go to sleep alone. You are responsible for you. No one else. And by your... Jesus said you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears, whether that fruit be good or whether that fruit be evil. And the fruit of the Spirit... Is, I have it written behind me if you're on, on YouTube or you watch this on YouTube, I have it written behind me. Love, joy, peace, goodness, faithfulness, uh, uh, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, meekness. Against such there is no law. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, meekness. Those are the fruits of freedom, the fruits of the Spirit. And the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, where this, and what is the spirit of Lord? Where there is love and love and truth cannot be separated. And I said on uh, Instagram a while back, and I just saw the, the post I did yesterday, whatsoever is not of love cannot be of truth. It's just, it's that simple. Real love brings truth and real truth brings freedom. False love brings lies and lies brings slavery. And it is up to us right now to look at, I don't care how long you've been a Christian uh, in Orthodox Judaism and Buddhist practice and Hindu practice and Islam. I don't care what form, if you're shamanistic, I don't care if you're new age spirituality, you have to look at yourself, not what other people will affirm you as being and accept you as being, but you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Am I in the fullness of truth? Is there something that I am holding on to that someone has told me from some time in the past that they themselves were not a first person witness of that account? And I have held that on as something that is to be believed. And I felt better when I first believed it, but really me feeling better was only because they accepted me and I was looking for acceptance. And instead of seeking acceptance now from one another, we seek acceptance from the most high God. This is what is needed right now, because even if you're in the truther community or you're in the spirituality community or you're in the Christian community or you're in the Orthodox Judaism community, whatever community that you find yourself in, none of them will be co-responsible for you, with you, when you return back to source. None of them. You have to decide, am I in the fullness of truth? Even if everyone calls you crazy insane conspiracy theorists, whatever they're going to call, whatever, of course, the system of slavery doesn't like free people. <laughs> Matrix does not want you to unplug. So they will use all the same methods, shaming, guilt, coercion, threat of the afterlife. And you have to look and say, inside me, am I in truth? Because if I'm in truth, then there would be no coercion. There would be no shaming. There would be no threat. That truth doesn't threaten. Truth simply is. And I'm either free or I'm not free. And if I have those hooks in me, where do these hooks belong from, come from, belong to?
There was no way you could force chip the world unless you first owned the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry. That's the only way someone could buy or sell anything. If it says that no man should buy or sell anything unless he has the mark of the beast and worship the image of that mark. We, it's interesting that sin is missing the mark. And here the mark, the target of the beast, the mark of the beast, the target of the beast is to get inside human DNA and change it. That's it. That's the mark of the beast. Sin is to miss the mark. Our mark as human beings is to walk in the love of God. The Antichrist mark is to change the form that is made in the image of God into a form made like unto created things, which it says in, in Romans chapter one. This is the choice. This is the choosing. And maybe I will start to speak more on these particulars, but this is what we are waking up to. This isn't a game. Although it is a game. I mean, I've talked about it. it's a game. Life can become fun. It becomes a game when you feel free to not take things so seriously. However, the choices that we make in this world have consequences. Ideas have consequences. Words have consequences. And consequence is not is a neutral term. The word consequence is neutral. The consequence that we should be seeking is the consequence of freedom. The consequence that we should be rejecting is the consequence of slavery. And if you think you're free, but question, if you think you're free right now, but are unwilling to question, read, or seek information outside your current worldview, you're not free. You're just not. If you think you're free, but can't speak the language of another human being on this planet and have a worldview that if they don't believe or hear the exact same thing you've believed or heard, they're going to a place of destruction. You're not free. That's not of God. If you have a worldview that believes that everyone should submit to your worldview, <laughs> You're not free. Freedom holds space for every single person to be free to do, act as they will do and act. In love, because you cannot see freedom is the byproduct of truth, which is the byproduct of love. So the very operating system here is love. So I would never do in freedom unto you, which I would not want done unto me. And that which I deem hateful unto myself is, hello, the elder said, I would not do unto you. However, I would be free to make those choices because I'd be in truth, because I'd be in love. But if I'm not free to choose to question, to ponder, to seek in a community where people are like, yeah, go seek, ponder, question. Then you're not free and that's not freedom. And if we replicated that model, the whole world would be enslaved 
it is the matrix system. So getting back to my original point, if you think it's going to get worse, it will get worse. If you understand that it's as bad as it ever has been, when enough of us wake up and say no more, we're not waiting for something to happen, it's already here, and take the blinders off and take the Hollywood um, eyes, the version of Christianity off your eyes, you will see the truth. Truth will make you free. And God is searching to and fro throughout the land for those seeking truth. Doesn't matter your skin color, your background, your monetary, uh, socioeconomic uh, status. It doesn't matter where you are in this planet, where you are, where, what plane in this realm you're in. Those who seek truth, find truth. Those who find truth, find freedom. And the golden rule revolution is to treat people like people and nothing less. It's to see that hurting get healed, the heal go out and heal others. And healing, once we find that healing, we find the power to go out and be free. So I hope this episode speaks to you, one of you, some of you. It's as bad as it's ever been. That is the truth. It's as bad as it's ever been. And it's as bad as it ever needs to ever get when we say now is no more. And so question, my brothers and sisters, question, seek truth. No one else is holding your hand at the end of your life. Your last breath is your last breath. No one else is in your mind, sleeping in your mind with you. It's just you and that pillow. It doesn't matter how long you've been married or hope to be married or how much you love the person that you share a bedroom with. They, as you, are accountable for each of, of ourselves. So that's what I want to share today. That's what I want to share today. Seeking you will find. Asking you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. For everyone that seeketh, findeth, asketh, receiveth, knocketh, the door shall be open. Keep going, dear brothers and sisters. I love you all. I bless you all. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <music>